Hello, friends, and welcome to the Bloom Pod. I'm your host, Lauren Taylor, and I'm so excited to encourage the heck out of you over the next 60-ish minutes. We're having conversations that will ignite your spark and challenge you to embrace your real. We're breaking down barriers and encouraging you to embrace the incredible queen you are. Basically, we're having a giant slumber party and you're going to leave feeling inspired, encouraged to step into your power. So turn up the volume and get ready to bloom with us. Mindy is a mental health advocate who spreads optimism both online and offline. She's a true believer in the power of positivity and enjoys sharing her life through wellness and adventure. In addition to being my Aries sister, she's a dog mama and wife who shares all the real from anxiety to positive self-talk and accepting yourself just as you are. Hi, Mindy. Thank you so much for that introduction. (laughs) You're so welcome. You are just a burst of happiness, and I am so excited that you're on the Bloom Pod. Thank you, and I'm so sorry because as soon as we started, my dog started wrestling in the background, so glad that the disclaimer was out there that it's dog mom because (laughs) (laughs) that dog mom life decide to fight each other, but you know, that's most kids for you. Yes. Yes, we love it. Oh my gosh. Funny enough, in in the dog convo, so my dream dog has always been a golden retriever, but I've also been loving St. Bernard's, and I didn't know this, but there's actually a mix of both, and oh my gosh, Mindy, my like jaw dropped to the floor. They're the cutest puppies ever. Yeah, and I know those. that's like the two like perfect breeds combined into one yes <laughs> that is yes find one that is definitely your dog waiting for you out there <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that I know I just want that dog I want to live by the water and just like live my best life and that would be amazing right out of a storybook yes I love it <laughs> Yes. All right, girl. Well, I mean, I know you through your amazing airy real content. And I just, again, like so honored to know you. I am I'm so happy that we're friends in real life. I would just love to, for you to share your journey into creating content, creating your amazing online community and, you know, working with Aerie. Just like share it all. Yeah, of course. It actually like it really starts back to when I was almost a senior in high school. So a while now. And I was going through like a super rough patch mentally, you know, because like high school in general, number one, but then number two, (laughs) I also was diagnosed with anxiety and depression about a year before like things got like pretty rough, like like some point in high school. And so I was like thinking like, I need something to get my mind off of things, you know, and I would like realize that like when I get on social media, it's just so fake, you know, like it is so fake. And especially like back then in like the early 2010s, or, like when social media was just starting, it was brutal. Like it was brutal back then, you know? So it's like, I decided like just to get my mind off of things, you know, like let's start posting fun things, more casual things, because I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one out there that needs to see and hear it, you know, like just be yourself, be real in real life and on social media. So that's really what inspired like starting my first off like social media journey. And then with Aerie, honestly, I feel like it was kind of just luck because I was working with Aerie like as a retail person. And I was also like doing my influencing stuff though, you know, and they found me because I was one wearing Aerie in like all of my posts because I was working there. And then two, because I was just like, you know, spreading the positivity because that's what I already like planned to do. So with Aerie, it really was just a very lucky opportunity that I'm extremely grateful for because it's been almost four years now since I first started my journey with them. And I'm just like, oh, I'm old. No, I'm just kidding. Far from it. <laughs> oh, wow. I Okay, so I would love to hear more insight into your diagnosis of anxiety and depression because, I mean, to be diagnosed at that young age, dealing with high school, which is, again, a whole, that could be a whole other podcast episode of, <laughs> of everything. How did you feel in that moment was it a was it something of a relief was it something that was scary like walk us through what was going through your mind at that time of that diagnosis it was one of like the regular like 
pediatrician like checkups you know like with your main doctor and they were like having like fill out this survey and it was just, like asking like all these questions that had to do with like anxiety and depression and honestly when they like came back and they said that you know, we believe that your daughter and like to my mom and everything like has anxiety and depression. So we want to start this step, this step and this step. I was honestly shocked because I seriously was like, I thought that I answered all the questions, like how everybody is, you know, I was like, doesn't everybody feel this way? And like, again, especially with like the internet, like way back when like social media was like just starting, you know, it's like, I feel like the kind of like dark stuff was passed around too often like back then like before things were like censored and things like that you know so I'm like I thought everybody felt like this you know it's like on Twitter on Tumblr back then you know <laughs> everybody seems to feel like this so it honestly was a little shocked but then like I started thinking about it and I was like I'm also kind of relieved because I know now that no not everybody feels this way and thank goodness you know like I'm somewhat getting help so you know it was definitely a roller coaster especially at 15 almost 16. I so resonate with that because especially in like toxic tumblr content of like what was going on oh a disaster (laughs) yes Yes. And so I I would have agreed with you. I'm like, because I was also, but later in life, like later in my 20s, I'm diagnosed with anxiety and depression. It's interesting because when I got diagnosed, it was almost of, I think for me, I was having two feelings. One feeling was, okay, like that makes a whole lot of sense for so many reasons. But then it was also another feeling of like a bit of a, Oh, like something I just feel broken. Cause I, I I guess I used to think like with other people, like everybody has it all together and everybody like is is totally healthy and good and they're portraying themselves in a way in which it just seemed like they got it. And I was like, I don't have it. Like I feel like I'm just I'm I'm breaking, I'm falling, I'm drowning. And it just seemed like just another layer of like another thing that like I had to like have in the back of my head. And then in all of like the projection of that, I was just like, okay, like it, it helped in understanding like, okay, these are the things that are going on with me when it came to certain things that were happening. But at the same time, it also still felt like a uh, kind of a, a box that I was like put into. And I felt like I, I didn't necessarily know how to get myself out of it. If that makes sense. Like it, you just, yeah, it, you just kind of just feel boxed into that. And so I wanted to ask you after getting that diagnosis and then still, you know, dealing with high school as growing up, what are some of the ways in which you looked at yourself during that time? Like, did you feel like during that time you took the positive route of like, okay, like I'm diagnosed with this and now I got to figure out like how to work through this? Or do you, think that this hindered in how you looked at yourself in any sort of way? Yeah, no. So I think probably, especially because I was younger, you know, I think it was definitely a little bit of both. And it honestly, like, just depended on the day. And unfortunately, like, I would let other things, like, happen in life kind of, like, inflict that, you know? So it's like if I had a bad day with, like, a friend or whatever, you know, like, in reality, it's two high school friends, you know, like, they're gonna fight about whatever. They're gonna, you know, but, like, For me, I was like, okay, this is hard. I feel like a freak almost, you know, because I have this diagnosis and it's probably not helping the friendship, you know, but then the next day the sun is out, things are all better. And I'm like, I got this. I got this, you know, (laughs) but now like even being at 21, you know, I think I, I'm just like after four, almost five years of the diagnosis, I'm like, I don't think that, you know, like there's really ever going to be an exact I can do this and I can't do this, you know? It's like, I really just got to focus on just getting up, you know, like just getting out of bed and just seeing what the day has in store for me, you know? So, because I feel like it's always going to be a balance in between those two things. (laughs) Yes. That's so amazing. And I, and I love that outlook and I love that perspective. And so as you continue to go through life and, and and combat these things just as like the warrior that you are was there a a moment whether that was in your adolescence or whether that was right before you look about the love of your life where you just really felt in tuned with who you were at the time or like who you are now 
Yeah, no, I definitely think that all of the ups and the downs definitely did, even though it was hard on some days, you know, like, it definitely did help me come to accept that, you know, like, no matter the flaws or the good days, things like that, like, I am still undeniably, unapologetically me, you know, and, like, that really was something that took a while to get through, like, even after high school, you know, and it's just, like, being in the young 20s and everything, sometimes it's still hard to, like, you know, really face that, like, hard, good days, you know, but I really do think that all the goods and the bads have definitely shaped me for who I am. And sometimes it's easy to forget that, you know, like, don't get me wrong. But no, I definitely am grateful as much as a horrible ride it has been at times, you know, I'm still grateful that all these things happen, because I definitely think that things happen for a reason. Definitely. Yeah. And I feel like it definitely has like shaped you to be, I mean, the amazing human being that you are. And I always find that so intriguing because you would think like the bad things wouldn't do that. Like (laughs) I always, (laughs) I often think about that. I'm like, it's interesting how it can, it can shape everything from like our mannerisms and characteristics, but it also dependent upon how we take those things, right? Because it could have easily gone the other way in which obviously there's really no choice in anxiety and depression or anything in mental health. I think where the the decision comes in and how you move forward with it, because I do think there's not like, I wish, and I've spoken with my therapist about this. Can't there just be like a bandaid? Can't I just like push a button where it's like, it gets fixed. It's done. It's over. Not the way that it works, obviously, but, (laughs) but I do, it really isn't all about like how you move forward with it, how you live with it, the, the decisions you make through it. That part is like truly like what shapes us. Right. Cause I feel like I am we're both like so much more than our anxiety and depression and the things that we go through. I think it's all in what we have decided to do with it, which again, then leads me to like all your incredible content only like with Aerie, but then also online in your community. Where have you found the most inspiration and not only sharing your story, but then also in pursuing, you know, content creation and just everything that you create? Yeah, no, so I definitely think that uh, probably stretches back to when I first started like content creating and I was only like a year or two into it. And there was this one month where I just shared something like that was pretty deep and personal to like my anxiety, my depression, you know, just having a couple of rough days before. And I shared, you know, kind of personally, like publicly, you know, on my Instagram. And I had so many people, girls, guys, some people I knew, some people I didn't know, like they just found it through hashtags and they were just like saying, thank you, you know, like, thank you. Like I've been going through, like, I've been going through hell too lately. Like I'm so glad, you know, like from that alone, I was just like, okay, like I got to keep, you know, I got to keep sharing. Like, cause I think that inspires me the most is the people who also have the guts to message me and say, my life has been shit too lately. (laughs) You know, I appreciate knowing that I'm not the only person out there that's going through this. And so I think that inspires me alone because there are some days where I don't even want to get up. I don't want to, you know, post anything. I don't want to like check my, check my emails or my DMs, but I'm like, oh, you know, like maybe there's somebody out there that actually wants to talk to me or like maybe there's somebody out there that needs to hear whatever I have to say today. And I think that alone inspires me, which I'm very grateful for. I'm very grateful for internet strangers and friends and things like that. (laughs) (laughs) I love that perspective. And something that you just said that maybe somebody needs to hear me today. I, I never, I never often think about that because we often think about the latter of like, I call it my hibernation mode where I'm just, I'm completely offline. I'm like not answering back text messages, phone call. <laughs> I've been there. No, I've definitely been there. <laughs> exactly. And so, but if we switched our perspective of like, actually somebody needs me to show up today and somebody needs to hear me today that's so powerful. Like that's so, yeah, yeah. That's so powerful. And yeah, I, I love that because then that creates the action within ourselves to actually show up, to actually share and to actually be vulnerable. And so in your vulnerability, what have you found in a lesson for yourself in being vulnerable? Because I, I've shared this before. I, I, I struggle with being vulnerable all the time, all the time. I'm trying to work through it. And so what have you learned from your vulnerability that has either changed you, switched your perspective or impacted you in any sort of way? 
definitely it has just taught me be humble first of all <laughs> be humble. <laughs> to be humble because like there have been some days where I have literally just put myself out there too much been too vulnerable and it has just kind of slapped me in the face and I'm like okay <laughs> I think it has definitely taught me like even though I'm doing great you know like don't get too far ahead of yourself take your time go slow you know like go at your own pace. Don't go faster because you think other people are going faster, you know? So I definitely think that's what that's taught me through just the years online and present and things like that. Yeah. That's, oh, that's really intriguing because in terms of, of being humble or staying in your gratitude and everything, I think that it's really interesting. So I've never heard, I've never heard that in terms of being um, vulnerable online, but it, but it does make sense in a way, because I do feel like, as you said, we often see so many people not at the starting line, not even, sometimes not even in the middle of the race, but towards the end of the race. Right. And we feel like, oh, again, comparison game, but we feel like if we decide today, okay, I'm going to be vulnerable. Then that means I got to, I'm going to build this online community. I'm going to do all these things. And then by tomorrow, then I need to like have a million people with me and I need to do this and that, you know, like (laughs) really (laughs) all these high expectations because we've seen someone again at the end of their race versus the middle or the beginning. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, that definitely just like leads to just crashing. Yes. Rather than comparing the one thing that I even found with this podcast, the one thing that I love is that because it's so easy to think that you're alone and everything, right? Like you're alone in what you're going through. But I, I love the fact of just hearing not only your story, but everyone's stories where I, in my head, I'm just like, Ooh, like, yeah, I've been through that. I resonate with that. I get that. Like, yes. You know, and it just, it just feels like, oh, okay. Thank God. Like, I'm not like the crazy one over here. Like I, you know, because so, sometimes you just feel like you're going insane. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> so I, I love that. And I, I would love for you to speak to your, your videos and your, and your content. And what is one way in which you're able to kind of open it up to your personality. Cause I think the one thing with content and when people make content and sometimes they don't know what to post and sometimes they don't know how to like really show up as their authentic self. So like, what is one thing that you've t- been able to tap into where you're able to show up authentically consistently through your content? Yeah, no, I think that what kind of just like shows my personality in general on my page, besides like constantly posting my dogs way too often. (laughs) We love it. I love doing a post at least once or twice a month where I am just kind of brutally honest, like whether I'm like, oh, like I've been having such a great week. I've been having such a great past couple of weeks. You know, like I'm so grateful. Name something you guys are grateful for today. And then there's other times where it's like this week was horrible. You know, like I yeah. Like some of the posts I do like may sound like kind of robotic because like you know like I'm working with a company, you know, and things like that. And I never want to always sound like that, you know. So that's why there's just some posts where I'm like, nope, this one's got to be brutally honest. I'm not even going to like pre-type it. Not going to rough draft it. Just straight from my phone. These are my thoughts, people. You know. And it's just it's not that big of a deal, but I think like it's the small things like that, that just kind of like reassure people that follow me or like see my things. Like I'm still here, you know, like I'm here. Yes, you are. You are. And I, I love that. You, do you journal? Yes. 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 I love journaling. Oh my gosh. I need to, I need to get back to journaling. I used to have a journal back in gosh, grade school, middle school. Like I journaled so so much. Did you read your teenage journal on your your social media? No, I did this. I did this TikTok where it was like this sound and it was like a happy happy like at first like the sound was like all happy and I was like, "Oh, look, I found my teenage journals." And then like the sound cuts to like some dark demonic music <laughs> and it's like I just realized that I blocked out half of those things due to trauma. So that's what happened to me when I was like unpacking and during the summer. I like read through all this. So I'm like, did this really happen? Damn. I love how you found that way to out me. I love it. Oh my gosh. Because I'm like, same. Seriously. 
kind of like the risk that you take when you like read your old journals especially if like you always had your ups and your downs it's like you will either have like a fun moment like oh I remember this and then there'll be other pages where you're like what what (laughs) yes like the drama is real the tea is hot like I know and it's so funny because like like for some of the things I'm like I was 14 how was I getting into like all of these depressing things like I'm honestly a little impressed with myself like I got around with the gossip back then I guess (laughs) oh my gosh that is so oh man now this makes me want to find my teenage journals because that is so true like it was years ago that I read them but the the emotion like the raw emotion of just like feeling everything and like just like sharing everything that was going on in high school back then just like all the drama and like oh my gosh that is just so funny because yeah like I'm sure like you read it back and you're just like what the heck like what in the world is going on (laughs) reading your own reality show almost from like the past you know like you're reading a reality tv show script basically of you when you're like 14 (laughs) yes oh man I you know I tend to miss those days like anytime that I'm scrolling on TikTok and I see the original Disney channel like intro or like yeah the Lizzie McGuire reruns or even Stevens or oh my gosh all of that I know it's like my favorite parts of like TikTok especially if like I'm on it like too late and I'm already tired then I'm like ooh, like this is gonna feel extra cozy because I'm half asleep Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, just all the nostalgia, and yeah, I mean, I those are really. Did you have like a number one comfort show back then of one of your favorites? Okay, so I definitely loved Wizards of Waverly Place. <gasps> yes, I was like fifth. Like six when like it first came out and I was so obsessed with that like I had those like boots that the main that Alex like the main character always had stop it I would like literally like shove everything in those boots like we'd be like in class and people would be like I need a pencil and I'd be like bam and I'd be like I am her I am Alex Russo (laughs) so and I honestly will rewatch that show like because it still makes me laugh as hard as it did when I was Oh my gosh. What was that? I remember the funky hat song from Wizard of Blue. It was like, yes. yes! I like kind of forgot how it goes, but something about Karen Knightley. And they would like do a little hand dance with it. <laughs> yes, I swear. They do not make shows like that anymore. Like, no Disney Channel now, but they. I feel like they've been trying too hard to like compare to the classics. I but know. Nothing can do it. No, you really can't. Like that. So Raven was my jam. Smart guy. Like, and then of course, like, like I always miss like the the Disney Channel movies, like the Lizzie McGuire movie. Like that will always be turned on if I'm sick or anything like that. You know, like that's like. (laughs) I mean, it literally just makes you want to like just hop on a plane to like Italy and just be a pop star and. Sing to that, sing to in that venue. Even though I'm pretty sure that venue is like not built as a stage at all, and that was all just. (laughs) Don't want to sing there though. Like I will make it happen. Yes, no, we're gonna go to the fountain and we're gonna make our wish, and then we're gonna become the pop stars, and then we are going to avoid Pablo or whatever his name was. And (laughs) if we're going to Italy, we're going to go sing, eat some good food. No time for men. No time for boy drama. Yes. No, none. thing Lizzie did. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, actually, in speaking of, we'll say men, not we not mess with boys, men, but with men and just relationships and everything. So I know that I mean you're you're married now. I mean, love your life, which is so sweet and so wonderful. Um, I would just love to hear more of your love story because I just, I love love so. <laughs> Well, I'm pretty sure it starts like with all cringy ways that it starts like with young marriages and young relationships. I was like 14 and 15. And we met for like a few seconds, like in person, like a friend thing. And then he Facebook friended me. So like now you know it's getting serious. (laughs) We were flirting on and off for a little bit, but we also did not live in the same 
city. So back when I live, back where I lived, which is only like 20 minutes from where I live now. So like in West Jordan, Utah, I don't mind putting that out there because I don't live there anymore. You guys can't find, no, just <laughs> but we lived about 30 minutes from there and I couldn't drive obviously until I was like 16, but we kind of fell out of connection because we didn't see each other, you know, like freshman year of high school. And then he started dating this girl. I started dating this guy, you know, like as everybody does in high school, just jumps around from dating. Yes. <laughs> and then it wasn't until my senior year and I saw him like putting out like all these selfies and things like that. And I was like, why is he doing that? Like he is a committed man. And I hilariously enough, like messaged him for the first time in years just to call yeah. him out and be like, don't you have a girlfriend? Like, why are you putting these things out? Oh, <laughs> I know, because, like, he wasn't, like, putting out, like, anything inappropriate. Like, all these selfies, you know, and I'm like, this just seems like this guy wants to talk to girls, you know? Yeah. A girlfriend, what are you doing? He's like, oh, no, I don't. We broke up. And I'm like, I'm a horrible person. (laughs) (laughs) Then I kept talking to him, and, you know, and then we went on a date, and then we started officially, like, boyfriend-girlfriending, and that was... (sighs) <sighs> about a little over four years ago <laughs> so yeah. And, yeah and then we moved in together and then two years later after living together for a little bit dating then we got married and yeah so I'm like it's been a while but yeah that's that's my Jordan <laughs> he's, he's, the best he's super fun and he always supports all my crazy Instagram stuff he's like my number one Instagram husband, always taking those pictures, getting those right angles. So he's a dream. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. I want someone to create an Instagram husband book. I think that would be phenomenal. You need to take that to Shark Tank. That is an amazing invention idea. Like how to build a for Instagram husband. Yes. Yes. Like I want the interviews from Instagram husbands. I want the how to's. I want the whole thing. You said my Jordan. Like that is so cute. Oh my (laughs) gosh. (laughs) But it's worth it though. Like I think that it's so hilarious that you all really kicked it off from like you calling him out because that's so iconic. Like that is so iconic. (laughs) Yeah, no, seriously, that's kind of, like, how, like, I always knew that, like, he was at least, like, if we weren't going, like, work out, I always knew he was going to be, like, a really good best friend, because, like, on our second date, he took me to, like, this burger place, and he was, like, she got a double burger with, you know, I was, like, yes, I'm going to eat, I was, like, if you're paying, and we're at a burger joint, <laughs> you know, I'm, like, no offense to any girl who picks whatever they'd like to eat, but for me personally, I'm getting a greasy burger when I'm at a greasy burger place, so. Girl, same. <laughs> I'm getting the burger, the fries, the milkshake. All of the above. <laughs> Gotta make it worth it. <laughs> I love that. And I love that you guys started out as also just like building that friendship, right? Because I, I always believed in really that that soulmate connection, love of your life. It always is rooted in friendship. Like yeah. I just, you know, because yeah. I'm sure there are times because I mean I've experienced this from like a boyfriend level there are times where that love is a little bit of disappearing (laughs) where it's like whether they're like you know you guys are arguing annoying whatever is going on in the relationship really I remember one from one of my relationships (laughs) and it was funny because every time we would get into an argument he would always try to make me laugh, but it was more so of like from the friendship basis. And it actually, it actually was like really helpful. Like, because it just, I think it puts you back in tune of like, what's more important. And so that's how it'll be with like arguments we have. And like, don't get me wrong. We have had the ugliest arguments before. Like we, we survived the first phase of quarantine together back in early 2020. So I'm like, trust me, we have had our arguments you know, but like when I'm sitting there, like being all stubborn, things like that, like he'll just come in the room and just like ask me like something simple, like I'm about to make dinner, you know, like, or I'm about to go run to the store. And it's just like, that kind of reminds me like, okay, you know, like he is, you know, he's here, he's trying. And of course I'm, I'm mostly dramatic most of the time. <laughs> we love a dramatic queen. <laughs> I'm dramatic too. I'm dramatic. I'm I'm sensitive. I'm a Pisces. I mean, it's what I embrace it. It is what it is. Okay. And then there's me who we're actually my husband and I we're both cancers. Like sometimes, like literally our arguments just like sobbing at each other. Like no 
not even like angry. It just <laughs> you know? I feel that. I feel that so much. Yeah, I'm like, I, I know that you get that as a Pisces, just like the random. <laughs> so. Yes, because I, I dated a Pisces guy once, and let me, just, oh my gosh, it was like it, the tears were flowing on both sides. I was like, what is this? Like, we got to stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. But I mean, at least you're in tune with your emotions. I honestly think like emotional health is like mental health, right? Like just because I used to be so ashamed of like crying and so ashamed of like, no, no one can see me sad and nobody can see me so-called weak and everything like that. And I'm like, what the heck? No, like, you know what? I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry at this like cute dog commercial. I'm going to cry at my feelings. I'm going to cry at whatever I want to cry. No, no, literally same. I definitely like had that idea like in like the tough like teen years too, you know? It's like yeah. okay, no, like all of the like nobody can see me cry, nobody can see me break, you know? Yes. And, like I always like put myself in like that situation like as a kid where I'm like, no, like I got this, I don't need any help. My brothers don't need a babysitter, I'm here, you know, like that, things like that. And it really took me until I was like 19, 20 and how I still even have those times where I'm like, okay, Mindy, wait, no, you need to show emotion. You need to cry because in order to like, in order to get better, you have to take a pause, cry it out a little bit, journal it out, scream into a pillow, whatever. And then, you know, then you're able to heal and fix what's next, you know? Plus I, I do think that it recenters you. I don't, so so much happens like when I'm in the shower besides washing my body, but like I, I will, da- I will dance in the shower. I will cry in the shower. I will like have my like best ideas in the shower. I just think there is something about that. And I just recently maybe about, cause I mean, I feel like also quarantine, like helped me with this, but like I usually kind of just get in the shower do whatever, get out. But now I'll like light a candle, put on some music, like just really like take my time. I wanted to ask you too, in terms of just your optimistic and just in positive and your self-talk and just your confidence and everything. And so what are some parts of your like self-care routine that you really love? Because I feel like that, that definitely has been now more so part of my um, self-care routine of just, again, taking my time and really just like doting on myself. Like, the self-care, like, routine everything, I think it always needs to, like, switch up. Like, really depending on, like, what you need specifically. Like, if you need to clear your head, you know, like, go on a walk. You know, like, go mm-hmm. take a bath. Like, do a hot girl walk. Do a hot girl bath. Do whatever, you know, like, when you need to clear your head. You know, like, when it comes to just, like, needing some alone time, you know, like, grab a book. You know, make yourself your favorite dish. You know, so I really do think that self-care can really, like, vary. And I also think that self-care can be... Things that you do on the daily, and instead of being like, "Oh, I have to shower, I have to do my hair, I have to brush my teeth, get ready for the day," you know, I think that you can also be like, "Okay, we're gonna make this an amazing shower," you know, so like, like what you do, like, like candles, get some music going, keep that music blasting while you're getting ready, you know, like say a couple of affirmations to yourself in the mirror, you know. So I really think that that's also a really good way of self care is just kind of like sprucing up the daily things that you have to do, you know? Yes. Yes, exactly. Elevating it. I think that's so true. Even in the most mundane of like washing dishes, or if you have to, like, I hate cooking, but if you put on some music, then okay, I'll start to (laughs) love it a little bit more. So I really trying to find the joys and all of that clearing your mind, which I, I think for me, because again, there's a million tabs open in my head all the time. So trying to clear my mind has been a bit tough, but it's so important. Yeah. But it's so important just to be able to like hear your own thoughts as well too. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, cause there's so much stuff going on throughout the day and so many people that you might talk to or whatever, but just to have some quietness with yourself is so important. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I think at the end of the day, it's like, also, you really just got like focus on just what you love to do, you know, so it's like, you gonna love cooking, you know, like, go do your fa- like, watch your favorite movie again. That's another thing that I love to do for my, for like my ADHD brain is I will just turn on one of the movies I've seen a million times. But for some reason, you know, to my brain, I'm like, this is perfect. This is self comforting. This is self care. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, 
Movies are my thing. I love movies so much. What is a recent movie that you've watched or even a show that you've watched recently? Yeah, well, I've been re-binging Modern Family because, like, <gasps> in the background, like, while I'm, like, doing computer work, it's, like, my favorite thing in the whole wide world because, like, I'll, like, keep myself slightly tuned in, you know, like, as I'm tip-tapping away and, like, I'll catch something that just makes me fall off the couch because I am laughing so hard. <laughs> That's a good show. That is so good. It is. And then I just recently watched Don't Worry Darling with Harry Styles. And Okay, okay. How was that? Because I saw the reactions from the theater. It was so good. Have you not seen it yet? No. Oh my goodness, girl. I know what you're doing this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it is so good. It definitely took me by surprise. And like my best friend is a total... Harry Styles lover like she has seen him a million times like she's seen that movie a million times and she really just just like it's really good it's really cute you know she's like brace yourself and I'm like okay you know like whatever and I turned it on I was just like that that is not where I thought it was going at all and the cinematography and the music and everything so Mm -hmm. so, oh my gosh yeah and like it may may make you like see Harry Styles in a different way but like don't say I didn't warn you (laughs) It's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. <laughs> yeah, no, that movie is too good. I definitely recommend it. And it's um it's on HBO Max if you have that one. Ooh, yes. Actually I do because I well, okay, so did you watch Euphoria? Yes, I so I haven't finished season two. And I'm like, that's okay. probably like one of the worst confessions because everybody's always like, have you not finished it? You know? So I'm like, I'm definitely into half of it. I'm working on it. But- <laughs> no, that's no worries because I tried to watch it. I skipped around and I, I want to rewatch it, but I it's just it's I know that it's so good and oh my gosh Zendaya is my girl but like it is so hard to watch brutal for sure like there's definitely a reason why there's a disclaimer before each episode because the first episode alone from like this even like season one like the very pilot you're just like whoa that was a lot to take in 30 minutes you know <laughs> so no I totally get that that's honestly one of the reasons why I haven't not even like finished the second season because I'm like I have to take my time with it. As incredible as acting is, you know, and everything, like nothing against the acting or like even the plot line. It's just like, because the plot line is so harsh, you know, you got to like take your time with it. I thought Degrassi was like, oh, I heard a lot of good and crazy things about it, though. Yeah, it. Oh, no, it definitely was. But see, but after seeing now Euphoria, I was like, oh, that was nothing. <laughs> oh you'll be fine I mean if anything it's just like more hilarious like watching it back older because I was like wow like I thought that was dramatic it's fine it's whatever that's like normal now but yeah oh my gosh I okay yeah so many things on my watch list now I funny enough I haven't been watching too much television lately I've either been on TikTok or I've been reading and I went on a full Colleen Hoover binge like I love her oh my gosh yes like what's the new book that just came out with her that everybody's been talking about I swear okay and I literally have it on my nightstand so I'm pretty sure is it it starts with us is that the one one. yeah I'm like I've heard so much about that Mindy Oh my gosh. Okay. So the, it ends with us and it starts with us. They're so good. Like I feel like, and actually I had an interesting conversation with one of my girlfriends because I was like, oh my gosh, you have to read the Colleen Hoover books. She wasn't the biggest fan of it ends with us, but I was laughing because I was like, oh, she's also like never been in a toxic relationship. So I was like, that makes so much sense. Like she was able to, like, she was able to call out, you know, the the person so quick. And I was like, yeah, I, I totally get that. Like I, I, fully understand but I mean I'm like if you've ever experienced any sort of toxic relationship like it just like hits you like really hard in the heart it starts with us oh my gosh like that I know that Colleen Hoover truly just wrote that for the fans and it's just everything it's everything and more like I don't want to give any spoilers away but it's just so so unbelievably good and again if you love love like you're you're gonna love like all that stuff yeah like it's just it's great. 
that's one of my 2023 goals I like literally only read like two books this year and like I seriously like I realized that I get a lot better like headspace from like I read more often so that's why I'm like I've been building a list so I'll help you with your watch list you help me with my book list yes <laughs> oh my gosh let's support each other yes my friend also recommended this book it's called A Court of Thorns and Roses and it's actually really good it's a lot of like heavy and fantasy which I've never really read before but it's actually really really enticing and so I'll have to tell you if it's worth the read at the end but thus far it's like really good and I've had my head in in books and then and then I think the other thing that I've also been trying to work on is like creating more hobbies like how are you with your hobbies oh my gosh well this year it's been not that great you know it's like and I realized probably this year that like since I've hit like 1920 it's like I you know, just with like COVID and like, I moved around so much and I mean, like I've been blessed enough to like travel a lot this year, but I'm just like, okay, what am I doing when I'm alone besides sitting on my ass on TikTok or Candy Crush? And I'll never actually admit that I play that game, but you know, so that's actually been kind of my goal for these past couple of months. And I've kind of been like waking on it, just kind of like, what hobbies, you know, like, do I need to get better at? So I've definitely been like looking into, um, cause I love journaling, you know, so I think bullet journaling and it's been a lot of fun, like trying to get into that this year, but I've also, I'm also not an artist. So that's why I'm like, kind of looks like a fourth graders bullet journal page, but I had fun and that's all that matters. I kind of want to like, I feel like I, we should host like an, an airy girl, like wine and art night or something yes. yeah, yeah like, you're like making some bracelets doing some paint bullet journal you know, yes your favorite glass and bring your favorite activity like I definitely think we should do that I have been trying to figure I'm like what other because I mean my skill set is <laughs> it it's just uh dancing and talking that's like <laughs> and by dancing I just mean like happy dancing the worst dance moves ever but I yeah. think that uh, thank you so much well actually I should let me like not self-deprecate the best dance moves ever thank you very much yes, but I think <laughs> but yeah I I'd be like oh like, what else can I do I know that my friend Abby she has gotten into roller skating which I was like oh I love that for you but I know that I would fall on my ass like I would just hurt myself so much (laughs) definitely save a moment of silence for all those boys who tried to be cute in high school like that took me ice skating or roller skating and the day just consisted of them just holding me up the entire time because I just (laughs) no shout out to all the girlies out there that can roller skate you are the hottest of them all because I Yes, yes, exactly. I think that my my ice skating career lasted for like probably just like a week when I took ice skating lessons. And then actually, we used to go to the roller rink in school and do like rollerblading and everything. And I was okay, but I do remember my <laughs> my dad's gonna kill me for telling the story. But he came, I think, one time and he was trying to ro- rollerblade and like doing all these like cool groovy. I don't know, 70s like moves or whatever, 70s, 80s. I think a kid came up behind him and he flew up in the air, came tumbling down, and it was the funniest thing I have ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> that is so funny. See, but that, that right there, those things like that's what builds core memory. As embarrassing as it is, that will always stick in your brain and whoever was around you. <laughs> Girl, tell me why this man repeated it and when he came to like a soccer game of mine and he tried to kick the ball and again he went up in the air and like <laughs> came tumbling down. <laughs> like he's just he's just known for tumbling down, I guess. <laughs> I love that man. Oh my gosh. He yeah, too funny. Finding hobbies that I will not break my neck and that will have a good time and that yes. <laughs> is not work, <laughs> but just pure enjoyment. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yes, definitely. Definitely find some new hobbies this coming year for you that do not involve a quick emergency room visit. So we're good. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. Well, I love to dive in a bit more into like airiness because, you know, we love talking about airy and airy is just phenomenal. And I would love for you to share how airy has impacted your confidence or just how you see yourself and and working with the brand? Is there anything that you can shed light on and just how they have added to your life? 
Yeah, of course. Well, first of all, Aerie has, first of all, without a doubt, added the most amazing people in my life. Of course, as I'm talking to you and my Aries sisters. (laughs) I love you. (laughs) I have seriously met the most incredible women ever. Like, seriously, some of my absolute role models to Aries. So let's just, first of all, get that out of it, because that is the biggest one, of course. (laughs) And I think definitely with Aerie in general, like, I honestly did not know much about them until it was my high school job. And I was, like, getting to, like, know them and everything. And I was like, wow, they actually have my size, because I've always been a like large to extra large for as long as I can remember like seriously since middle school and so that's why at a lot of like the trendy like mall shops and things like that like they would rarely have large and extra large thankfully like a lot of stores have been getting better since but you know like about five years ago is what I'm talking about and like it just still is not really a thing for some reason, which is horrible as that is. But I think Aerie is definitely the one of the first shops where it's like, ha, huh, they have my size and this is comfortable and I'm not squeezing and like they're not lying and like putting the tag on there. Because I swear so many stores like that, like the cheap stores out there will be like, oh, this is a size large. And I'm like, no, this is definitely a size medium or small. And you just replace the tag. <laughs> I think what's great, another thing about Aerie that just, like, just really helped me with my life is just Aerie always, like, calls out, like, the small things that, like, are real, you know? So it's, like, we have, like, these, like, companies, things like that, and it's just, like, oh, like, love your body, you know, like, love your hair, love your face. But with Aerie, it's, like, love every pimple, love all that boob sweat, you know, like, love, you know, like, I love how specific they are to things. So it really just feels, like, genuine, and it really genuinely boosts my confidence and just makes me proud, you know? I'm, like, you know what? I got a pimple or I I got really sweaty today. Whatever. That's real. With their Instagram, especially like I love how whoever's running their Instagram, seriously, the best because they seriously will go from like one post, like promoting a sale, but then the next post, it's like a really cute, fun, optimistic quote. You know, the next thing it's like just a random picture of a dog. And I'm like that alone, like this account alone is so real. Yeah, so I just thank Aerie for really just putting a smile on my face, helping me boost my confidence, and just introducing me to the most incredible women ever that I have ever met. I swear. Oh, that's so true. And I, it is the coolest and just feel good when you meet your, I, I like to call it like your soul family, right? Women that are, are so supportive and that you resonate with, that truly just, amplify you lift you up and it just feels amazing I mean honestly the only setback is I'm like I just wish you guys lived closer I'm like I would literally but then I would never get any work done I would just be hopping around to everyone's same especially like every Friday and Saturday night poor Jordan would never get a date again he's like another like are you going out for another wine night like yes bye babe (laughs) I'll overhaul my promise We'll return her later. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. No, that's so true. Because it's so, I think as adults, like, it's just so hard making friends. Like, it is so hard. I did not realize how hard it was. Because, I mean, in, like, in middle school, high school, you see everyone every day. So you kind of, you put up with, like, a lot of stuff. As you get older into college, you do make some, uh, you know, genuine friendships awesome but if you don't go to college or if you and maybe you still don't make those genuine friendships in college and then you get into your career and then it's your coworker, so that it, that's a different type of relationship and I often think about this I'm like okay so if you're out at a coffee shop and you see like a really like seemingly cool person I don't know you really love her outfit and you compliment her and then after you make the compliment it's like hey like do you want to be friends like it <laughs> yeah like I literally started like so do you want to come over to my house later and like watch the bachelor rerun <laughs> like, you want to play mermaids like how do you like like that <laughs> it is the hardest thing to approach yeah because I mean I but I feel like we are and I maybe it's just an, to me but I I feel like we are kind of getting to that a bit where it's like hey like I think you're like have such the coolest like chill vibes and great energy and like I would just love to connect maybe that's like the authentic way of doing it I've never done it because I'm still scared to like do that but through social media I think it's just so much easier to be able to do that versus in person there is that benefit of social media for sure and I definitely think like in all of our defense like all of the people out there that were that are either like in their late high school you know like getting ready to go out in the world 20s 30s I feel like we all kind of got like a sucker punch 
when it comes like making friends due to literally COVID because yeah, I was like 19, 20 and I was just locked in, you know, and I'm like, what, what am I supposed to do? Like, how am I supposed to socialize now? <laughs> so that's why I'm like, definitely shout out to anybody out there that is trying to make friends or even just like tries to just connect. Cause seriously, that set us all back, like emotionally when it comes to making friends. So I'm wondering when you are, whether it's in friendships or just people in general, what do you find the most helpful in knowing when someone's genuine? Because I think also that's another hang up too. It's sometimes it's really hard to know if someone is truly being genuine or if they're just wanting something from you or, you know what I mean? Like so many things. So how do you identify that for yourself? I definitely think that if there is a friend that you have and like you are not sure if they're like being too genuine or if they're just like using you for a little bit, if you're just kind of like a temporary, you know, I think it definitely just depends on like if you've been asking them, hey, how are you? You doing okay? And you have not gotten that question back from them, you know, like or if they have not reached out when you have, are going through a hard time and it's obvious, but you've done that for them. I think that's what really sets it for me. You know, it's like if somebody has not asked me how I've been doing after I've been asking them, you know, then I think it's just kind of like a fake thing. Like I'm kind of just there to like fill a gap of, oh yeah, I have a few friends, but like I'm not actually a friend, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's so good. In the past, I felt pigeonholed by, oh, I'm the friend that always reaches out. I'm the friend that always texts first. I'm the, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah burnt out doing that so it's like no like you can be that friend but you also need those friends that can be like how about you though girl you know like how are you like I'm good but how about you you know it needs to be mutual friend you know exactly exactly oh my gosh girl well I mean you dropped so many just magicalness in this episode and just this just felt like just uh, such a good girlfriend chat yes I know I also forgot we were on a podcast so we were just catching up it's so good you are a true ray of sunshine and so where can everyone find you you guys can all find me on instagram it's just mindy braga but it's two y's m-i-n-d-y-y-b-r-a-g-a because you know you always gotta have like that extra little like letter or something fun (laughs) and yes i always love making new instagram friends too and just people that i can support and hype up because, you know, I love when people do it for me. So you always got to start the sp- spreading the love somewhere. <laughs> yes, I love your impact. And just thank you so much for blooming with us. You are truly phenomenal. Thank you so much, Lauren. It is always so much fun catching up with you, talking with you. And seriously, you have the most contagious smile and laugh. So I'm so happy that I just got to laugh with you basically for the last hour. <laughs> oh, I know, girl, my cheeks hurt. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> Oh, girl. Okay. Well, I love you so much. And thank you all so much for listening to the Bloom Pod. And we will see you next time. And that wraps up another episode of the Bloom Pod. Thank you so much for joining us for today's conversation. Seriously, every single one always becomes our newest favorite. At Helen Blue Media, it is our number one mission to make sure that all women feel seen, heard, and included. If you aren't already, we would love for you to go give Hello Blue Media a follow on Instagram. You can find us at Hello Blue Media or at www.hellobluemedia.com. Until next time, everyone. Bloom, Bloom on. on.